Hey, folks, this is Townsend Coleman, the voice of The Tick. Evildoer, beware. You face The Tick as you listen to the Neverland podcast right here. me. All right, here I am. This is your old buddy, Jeremy, back again to share more from Comic-Con. Now, did you hear something new, though? I had a nice little bumper from Townsend Coleman, voice of the tick, also the voice of Michelangelo. You definitely are going to enjoy being a subscriber. Uh, I just got finished with an interview with him, and he will be on the Neverland podcast on August 10th so definitely want to be around to check that out it was a great interview he was lots of fun to talk to lots of good stories and uh, you can hear what he thinks about uh, the new movie of teenage mutant ninja turtles had a a few things to say about that as well as uh, his long time on there and some of the other shows he worked on including the tick so definitely make sure you tell everybody to come and listen august 10th on the neverland podcast but now i have some more things to share from comic-con i'm going to share with you the panel for marvel's agents of shields and also the upcoming agent peggy carter so here we go are there any fans here of a show called reaper are there any fans here for the show called resurrection well two of our executive producers and the guys the gals that are actually going to be running the show are tara butters and michelle fazekas and they're coming out right now Now I'm going to ask you a really hard question because of this panel. Is there anybody in this room who has seen Captain America the First Event? Is there anybody in this room who has seen Captain America the Winter Soldier? Well, there are two guys who are responsible for writing both films and for creating the character of Agent Carter, and they are Chris Marcus and Stephen Feely, and, and they are executive producers, and they have written a pilot for the show. None of this here, us, what we're doing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, would happen uh, without a gentleman who is the co-president of the studio. He's the director of the Marvel One-Shot, which was called Agent Carter, which was the inspiration for where he did this. And he is just... He's Lude Esposito. Uh, And now, you know, let's just face it. We did come here to see all these lovely folks, and to see me, and to learn all about Hydra, but if I had to place a bet, my bet would be that the person that you really came here to see was, ladies and gentlemen, the incredibly talented, the incredibly lovely, and the unbelievably kick-ass hero of our story, and that is Haley Allen. So I think I'll start with Tara Michelle. How did you guys get involved uh, with Marvel and with uh, this particular show? Well, we were uh, running Resurrection for a season and we wrapped up and uh, ABC came to us and said, hey, we 
this thing called Agent Carter, would you be interested in getting involved with it? And we we didn't even have to think about it. It was uh, uh, kind of a dream come true. And then Resurrection did really well, and so we thought, oh, well, we'll I guess we'll go back to Resurrection and not do Agent Carter. And then ABC said, hey, can you do both? So we said yes. <laughs> and being here today, I think we made an excellent choice. <laughs> Chris and Steven, what's it like? I mean, you guys create a character or bring a character from the pages of the comic book to the big screen. Uh, all the way back in 2009 when I actually had hair. Uh, and uh, so now, what's going on? Uh, what's that like as creators and then to suddenly see the, your creation live on? We're like, we're like proud parents. <laughs> no, seriously, we keep trying to kill her, and she, she won't die. <laughs> um, it's very gratifying, because in the, in the first Avenger, we set up all these characters that we really love, particularly Peggy Carter, and then Steve had the nerve to freeze himself for 70 years. We couldn't bring anybody back from the second movie, except very old Peggy who couldn't get out of bed. Uh, so having this show is this great opportunity to go back and mine this really rich territory that we never got a chance to, to play with. Yeah, I mean, it, it occurs to us that, um, you know, Haley, uh, Peggy Carter has been in, say, a half hour of a two-hour uh, First Adventure movie, and she's been in 12 minutes of a, a really good one-shot. And in the pilot, she will have equaled her entire time on screen in the Marvel Universe, right? That's a really cool opportunity, because there's just plenty for us to do, let alone in a in an eight-episode uh, series. Uh, Lewis, you uh, you had the pleasure of directing Haley and in the one shot. What's it like working with uh, the next superstar on television? <laughs> it's very difficult. <laughs> she, no, she's the greatest. Uh, she's such a talented actress. We knew we had something special when Kaylee came in for casting on uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. I couldn't contain my excitement when she walked in to meet us. Uh, I think she could tell by my smile that she got to the part. And myself, Joe Johnson, Kevin Feige, and Stephen, were all, uh, uh, we knew right away we had, we had the goods. She, she's a rock star. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of that, Haley, uh, hey, what does she mean to you? Where did, what, what goes on in your head when you think about, and what happened when you read, because I was there the day that, they handed you the script for the first episode. Well, I, I stopped you were... in the room and I couldn't leave until I finished reading. She did. She, we, we put her on lockdown. Yeah. Uh, and you read the script for the first time, and and you had a couple of concerns before you read the script, but then you read it, and what happened? Well, the exciting thing with Peggy is that I don't feel like we've even touched the size of the inventions that she can have and the, the powers that she has. So it was great to do Captain America one and then play her, obviously as an old lady in two and then do the one shot but I feel like she's there's still so much that's unexplored and so the pilot the first episode that I've read is just the beginning of what is going to be an incredible opportunity for her to develop as a human being as well as this kind of super spy um, we see the kind of cost psychologically and emotionally on someone who's having to take on such extreme pressure and stress in her life and yet still hold it together so um, it's going to be really exciting so, you know, rather than just uh, talking a little bit about it, we haven't started shooting. Uh, the writer's room is, is going to open shortly. Uh, and for those of you that, that don't know, uh, the story takes place 
Uh, in, in what year? Oh. 1946. 1946. The, the war is over. Steve is gone. Uh, and Peggy is trying to pick up the pieces of her life. Um, what's kind of fascinating, and we'll talk about this a lot during this hour, is that there's stuff that's going on in S.H.I.E.L.D. present day, but we have this incredible opportunity to be able to show you and tell you the story of what went on at the very beginning and how Peggy's dream and Peggy's concerns about what, what the world should be and how to make the world a better place uh, is so many of the themes that we'll be working on with this show. But uh, rather than just talk about it, you guys want to see a little something that uh, the We have another surprise uh, along the way, and that's, uh, you know, one of the great parts about doing this with someone like Lewis is that this is really a, a true partnership between Marvel Television and Marvel Studios, the, the folks that are bringing you, oh, this little movie that's about to open called Guardians of the Galaxy. And, uh, and, and Lewis, you're directing the first episode, but uh, we do have a little bit of exciting news that, that uh, there's some other creative filmmakers that are, are thinking about coming on board. Uh, and, and can you tell the folks uh, a little bit about that? Well, my deal hasn't been signed yet, but I'll... <laughs> first episode. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to tell you things that I'm not supposed to, but I'm going to say it anyway. The directors from uh, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Joe Russo and Anthony Russo, second and third episode they'll be directing. And, and, and if you had a wish list, just a wish okay. list, I'm not saying that these things are going to happen. I just, I just got off the phone with him. I just spoke to Joe Johnston. And he wants to do the fourth episode. Go directly the first Captain America. The first Captain America. And uh, if the schedule works out, that'll be the first four directors. So, as you can tell, uh, you know, it's a pretty extraordinary group of people. It's going to be an amazing show. It starts in 2015. Um, I think we have just a little bit of time for a couple questions from the audience. Do we have the mic somewhere? I can't see anything. There it is. Oh, look. It's Peggy Carter. Is that praise that you got? Were you expecting that? And is that going to influence the show? Uh, I think so. Sorry, say, say that again. What's going to influence the show? The, the accuracy of her military role. Just, just the way she handles herself is pretty accurate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've seen a little bit about her military background in the first and second one, and we'll explore that further as we go along. Um, but that's, that's also kind of my job as well, to make sure that I make her as accurate as I possibly can so that she's relatable to more audiences. Thank you. Do we have another question? Do we have another Peggy Carter? <laughs> we do. <laughs> I think that's all we can. I know this show's going to be about Peggy mostly, but I was wondering if Dominic Cooper is going to make a return as Howard Stark. I think I can speak for everyone here that that would be fantastic if that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> next question from, I guess, the next Peggy Carter. <laughs> this is the best. So question for 
God, Tara and Michelle. Um, we've seen Peggy in very male-dominated worlds when she's working and serving. Will there be any other female, prominent female characters in the series? Uh, we, we hope so. We actually have plans that we probably couldn't disclose to you, but yeah, I think it, certainly if you saw the one shot, um, it, uh, much of the sort of dramatic tension comes from the fact that she is a woman working in a man's world after the war and after ever all the men have come home. Um, but there are other women in that world too who are just as powerful, both good and bad, that we hope to see. <laughs> I think we have time for one more question or one more piggy corner. Oh. Okay, my question is to Haley. Um, I was wondering how it feels to play such a strong female character, like in a comic universe where it's full of strong male heroes. Oh, that's a great question. Um, it feels a privilege. Um, it's a very rare opportunity for me, for someone who's been working on stage and in television in the UK to get a part on the kind of commercial global scale of something like this, this Marvel franchise, to also be portraying a woman that, who on the page I look up to as well. And when I was a little girl, there were, there were parts like Peggy in lots of films and lots of things that I saw on television that I wanted to aspire to be to. So, um, it's, it's a great kind of uh, huge bonus to be able to play someone that I hopefully young women will look up to as role model. Thank you. Folks, we have, we have so many more things that we want to get to and, and so many more secrets that we want to spill. What I'd like you to do is give a great big round of applause. Convention, warm welcome to Jeff Bell, the executive producer. <laughs> Jed Reedy and Marissa Tantron, our co Uh Yeah, just start down there and then we'll figure it out along the way. It's its own usual thing. Um, I don't really need to say much more than. They are Fitzsimmons. You know, we started out, we didn't know if we could trust her. We thought she was a member of the Rising Tide. Being the youngest, newest agent of Shield at a time when Shield fell apart. Chloe Bennett is Scott. She doesn't talk a lot. She's Melinda May.
you know, we, we got a reputation somewhere along the line that we were the show that people started to say, I didn't see that coming. I, I watched every single episode, I didn't see that coming. Uh, I think that's a testament to our incredible writing staff and the direction that Jed and Jeff and Mo took the show in. Uh, I'm sorry, Marissa. Uh, and, uh, but I don't think anyone in this room could have been more surprised than when our good friend, Agent Grant Ward. Fred <laughs> Dalton plays that role. Mr. Ward. Uh, uh, One way of putting it. 
do some home improvement. <laughs> some power tools. Um, on the split. I mean, you know. I feel right, I'll, I'll get you out of here. Uh, Elizabeth. Uh, um, I, I remember last year when we were here when we were talking about this that you were, you know, this was really a a big change for you in your life and, and coming on to the show and being part of it. How has, how has your world changed since you've become uh, Agent Simmons? Uh, I feel like I've got uh, more intelligent. <laughs> I nearly said clever, but that would have... <laughs> um, I don't know, I've got more fun, I've got a whole new family and new guys. Chloe, you came to the gang and, and you were an outsider and now you're you're more than that. What's uh... Well, yeah, Jeff, I was an agent of Shield for like one day. <laughs> and then it all went to shh. Um, it, that was, it was like it was planned that way. What? It was almost like it was planned that way. Yeah, it's so weird, guy. Yeah, it's so weird when it's who bad. did that? Yeah. Weird that you got your badge then. <laughs> Uh, and, and so, uh, next season, are we are we gonna get to see you be more involved with the folks at Chile? I I don't know, Jeff. You so tell yeah. me. Um, yeah, I, I believe so. Um, I think there's gonna be some changes. She's been through a lot. She was betrayed by somebody. So until then, I'm really okay with skimming. We'll get to you. Brad. As the as the old expression goes, you got some explaining to do. What was what was that day like when uh, when your executive producers came to you and and uh, told you the, that that there was going to be a, a left turn that uh, that was Chris Price? Well, Jeff, funny you should ask. <laughs> Bit of an emotional roller coaster that day. Um, Friday night, Ming and I were doing a fight, uh, and I was winning that one. <laughs> this was earlier on. So uh, delusional. No. <laughs> But it's a, it's a Friday night, and, and it's a fight, and there's a lot of EPs there, and suddenly uh, they say, we need to see you afterward. And I, I, I took as long as I possibly could to go into that office. I felt like I was You took a really long enough. shower, I remember that. You took oh, a very God, yeah. long shower. Any excuse, I need to drink a bottle of water before I go, anything. And, and then I went there, and uh, my expression for the next 15 minutes was something like, I went from finally being, oh, so I'm not being fired, but now I'm a bad guy, so I'm not part of the team. Um, what exactly is happening here? But I got to work with Bill Paxton. And, uh, and it was quite a turn, and I have embraced it wholeheartedly. So uh, thank you 
I hope there's some uh, Hydra, Team Hydra out there as well. And I have to say, he, he did embrace it pretty quickly. I mean, in that room, you know, we told him, we said, you know, this, this thing's gonna happen, and you're Hydra, and he went, okay. Yeah. And we were, you get what we just said, right? <laughs> sinking in, but very quickly he was on board and understood how cool it would be, and had some ideas of his own. And I think once he became a villain, he kind of turned the sexy up a few notches. We keep asking a question, what is it with girls and those bad boys? I don't know what it is. Yeah, no, it was like, the other thing that happened was his razor stopped working. I don't know if you know. <laughs> uh, Agent Colson, I'm sorry. Director. because I know what a fanboy you are. Uh, when Nick Fury turned to you at the end of the season and said, fix this, and you're now the director, what was that like for you, both as a character and then also as Clark Gregg, the man that we know still has his combo collection? Agent Coulson, then Director Coulson, and Clark have been merging <laughs> over time. And in that moment, both of us said very loudly inside my head, Jeff, do we, we're gonna peel back the onion a, a little bit on, uh, on what's happening in season two. Uh, why are you looking like that? Yes, you're gonna, you're gonna have to say something. Uh, we're, we're bringing some new folks on board uh, that will be, will be joining along with this gang. Um, and I, I, I think this is an opportunity for us to make some announcements that you have not heard yet. Uh, and uh, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you see this. I'll start with Marissa, because I think she remembers who she's supposed to tell us about. I actually don't. <laughs> tell them about me, sweetie, tell them about me. Oh yeah. Tell, them about, tell us about Lucy. Well, I guess uh, we're confirming that, that Lucy Lawless will be on the show. She's uh, playing a longtime S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, veteran. Um, she's tough. She may have a knife that's always by her side, so that's kind of fun. Um, her name is Isabel Hartley, and uh, you'll be seeing her pretty soon. Uh, Jeff, those are the folks that are out there that are uh, big fans of Marvel Comics and who know S.H.I.E.L.D.'s history and know a little bit about a, a British intelligence division known as Strike. Uh, there's a character there by the name of Lance Hunter, uh, and uh, Lance is going to be joining our show. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, that character? Um, we have a young English actor named Nick Blood who will be joining us, and you don't know him now. I'll be applauding later. But, but <laughs> His name is Nick Blood. We didn't make that up. Last year with these people, we believe you'll be at, reacting next year with, with Mr. Blood. And as far as we know, that is his real name, which is so much cooler than Lance Hunter. <laughs> and, uh, he's, uh, 
He's not a shield agent. He is a mercenary. We are in tatters. Everything has fallen apart. We are being hunted. The government does not recognize us. And Colson is reaching out everywhere he can. And frequently that is under rocks and in dark corners. And he finds this young man who comes in and helps and uh, and helps the team. Yes. Wow. That's, that's another first that you're hearing here. But, but the other thing that we wanted to tell folks about is, is that, you know, again, this team kicks ass. But they're being chased around the globe. And they're being chased around the globe and dealing with uh, this group. Uh, and yeah. Big bad, as we like to say. Uh, do you uh, want to tell us a little bit about that, uh, Mr. Weedy? Well, uh, you might recognize his name from Secret Warriors. Uh, we have our good friend Reed Diamond is coming in. We love to play the role of Daniel Whitehall, who will be uh, one of our Hydra baddies early on. It's so great to be able to say the word Hydra finally. After a year last year where we couldn't say it ever, and it's just Hydra. It flows so well. Hydra, Hydra, Hydra. They've got really good logos. I know. You didn't have to be evil, but you go, that's cool, I wouldn't wear that, and then next thing you know, you're evil. Uh, right, Jeff? Yes. Uh, Clark, you got these lanyards. Did everybody get a lanyard? Did everybody get a lanyard? Director Colson, can you explain to us what we get with the lanyard? Oh, I got a lanyard too. Uh, excuse me one second. Some things are even above Director Colson. He had the Hydra t-shirt, I just gotta check some things out, alright? So, at Marvel and at S.H.I.E.L.D., they're kind of indistinguishable. In both, if you tell secrets, suddenly you're dead. Um, you don't get anything that doesn't have a secret purpose. Your lanyard, yes, yours, has a secret purpose. Okay, I don't know why I deserve that, but I'll go with it. Okay, thank you. Secret purpose. Your cheap dates. Um, your secret purpose. Last year we endured a lot, as many of you know. We got off to a start, but then we were riddled with Hydra traitors, and you stuck with us. Yes. Just shortening your lifespan with everything you do, my man. Okay. So, you may think that you've seen all of the missions of last season. Special purpose. This lanyard entitles you right now to the unseen missions of season one.
coming out on September 9th, I believe, and uh, you'll be able to see the entire season and enjoy the heck out of it. And while we're standing around here, why don't we have some folks ask some questions to this incredibly talented group of folks. So if you've got a question. Oh, oh yeah, there he is. All right. That's a big weapon. Answer carefully. My favorite color is blue. Uh, thanks. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. Uh... How dare you? Um, 
Given the interesting possibilities for your character's backstory, how would you feel about being Jessica Drew? <laughs> pretty cool. I, the thing about that is I don't know anything. So um, I'm just kind of, I'm going to trust these guys over here to, you know. It's a fun guessing game that we play every day. It's just as much of a guessing game for me as it is for you. Really, we find out pretty close. Like, you'll find out pretty much when I find out what I am or who I am or, you know, who my father is. We'll give Chloe at least 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> She's not going to like Who's this person? Oh. Hello. I'm Megan. And then, just to let you know, we have one more question after this one. Go ahead. I'm Megan. I'm from San Diego. I'm Megan from San Diego. This is a question for the whole cast. Um, what did you guys think when they told you Roy was Hydra? Uh, that's a good question. That's a great question. Let's start with Director Colson. Um, to be to be honest, uh, as I said, uh, being part of Shield on our show is, or and working in Marvel is very much like being in Shield. There was suddenly a lot of producers with some special new pages, and we were all taken into a trailer where we read the new ending and discovered that our friend was a traitor. <laughs> Which was really cool, we were really... <laughs> ah, so cool, and Hydra, and, oh, it isn't really centipede, it's Hydra, cool! Um, but also very sad. <laughs> it's a great question, thank you so much. Anybody else? Me? I think we both kind of freaked out about it. Well, yeah, they, they brought us into a trailer after a day of shooting, and they're like, yeah. oh, we have some new pages for you guys, hope you like it, and they brought us, and they all were like, let's read it out loud, and that was kind of weird. And I was like, to them and their storylines and it was really shocking. And weren't you like freaked out because you're like, oh my god, he kissed me and I'm like, I slept with that. Yeah. to another room where we got to see Captain America the Winter Soldier before anybody had and we saw the way that the story began on one of our episodes then carried over and to see that amazing film with people like Haley Atwell and the amazing writers that are doing it doing that amazing movie and seeing how Hydra was everywhere and had been there for years. It, it was the greatest idea to have, even in our core team, someone from Hydra. So it made us very excited to be on our show and excited about what's coming up next season. 
One last question. Hi. Hey guys. Um, I was wondering if we could see something from season two. <laughs> uh, the, the problem with that is, is that we literally started shooting yes. yesterday. Yes. Director Colson, this is a uh, this is a high-level classified thing that we're talking about. Would you give permission to this audience? Yeah. Everyone but that guy right there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the world premiere of something that no one has ever seen and after today will not see again. Here is a little piece of season two. Kids, Townsend Coleman here, the voice of Michelangelo from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Cowabunga! And you're listening to the Neverland podcast right now, which is totally bodacious. Do me. You're the lady.